we are observing the social distancing and also you can see our church empty but our God is the same you know it is good that we observe things like knockdown uh, lockdown and also social distancing we know we're coming together but there's one thing that prayer is something that we can reach to God wherever we are there is no distance in prayer there's no distance in prayer and God can reach you so in time like this don't just sit at home but make sure that once while you get up you walk about, you pray. We have something we call um, walk through prayer. It's also a form of exercise. As you walk about your house praying, going around and praying, God comes through for you. And it's very important um, for you as individuals to make sure you exercise physically. Because sometimes when you are at home, you are not exercising you are not moving about, that also can add additional head uh, concern to you. And so I believe that take advantage why um, from tomorrow we're going to have uh, lockdown. Uh, from tomorrow we're going to have lockdown. And as we are going to observe it for two weeks, I believe God will come true for us. I believe that coronavirus uh, has been defeated. Spiritually, it has been defeated. All that is left it for us as people of God to claim it by faith, speak it by faith, and let the virus know that he has no place on our uh, Life, he has no place in our community, he has no place in our home, he has no place in every place that uh, we find ourselves. And this morning, I'm coming to you with a word of encouragement. This morning, I'm coming to you with a word of encouragement. It is something that I've titled Once in a career, as Coronavirus lock you down, you knock him out. When Senecarim, the coronavirus, knocks you down, you knock him out. I mean, we've had a very interesting uh, encounter, especially those of you who love boxing, sometimes you can see that. Uh, an opponent will be giving to um, the other opponent and beating the person all over the place. But the last minute, you just see a knockout. And that is what is going to happen. Hallelujah. And we are going to Second Chronicle chapter 32. But we will read the verse 6 and 8 as a key verse. But we're going to um, discuss the whole of chapter 1 to 22. Uh, we're going to discuss the whole um, chapter 1 to 22. So we're going to go to Second Chronicle 32. 
Let me read from the King James Version. I, I love that version, what it says. And we're reading from verse 6. And he set captains of war over the people and gathered them together to him in the streets of the gates of the city and spoke comfortably to them, saying, Be strong and courageous. Be not afraid nor dismayed for the king of Assyria nor for all the multitude that is with him. For there be more with us than with him. With him is an arm of flesh. But with us is the Lord our God to help us and to fight our battle. And the people rested themselves upon the ways of Hezekiah king of Judah. Amen. Now, this story is about a king called Zenacherib. Or you can mention it, Zenacherib. This king, the meaning, the, the meaning of his name is even something. Sin that takes the place of my brother, lost brother. That means the sin that caused my lost brother to be taken away. Simple as that. That is his name. So when you hear his name, the first thing that comes to your mind is that this man is evil, is sinful. Is wicked. And that is the coronavirus we are dealing with now. It's a wicked thing. Hallelujah. That we're dealing with. So this king became so powerful that all he was able to destroy great and mighty nations all around. And in, in those days, Babylon was the superpower nation. Babylon was a superpower nation. And so when you are, you can compare Babylon now to America or develop any of the developed nations. They had the scientific advantage. They had the technological advancement. In those days, Babylon they were reading maps and signs. So they were ahead of everybody. And this king was able to conquer Babylon. The same way we see the coronavirus conquering nations. You look at nations like America, nations like China, Nations like um, Great Britain, Spain, Italy, every nation, Germany, nations that you think Japan, talk about South Korea, developed nations, nations that they have all the ability to deal with it. 
He's able to mess them up, overwhelm them, dribble them, turn them upside down, their medical system upside down, and leave them thinking, what is going on? And that was how Sennacherib was. A very powerful king. And so he became so powerful that he had an ego. He was boastful. He can boast. I'm coming. Go and tell this nation. Zanakarim is coming. And that nation starts shaking. Just ask, you know, when we hear the figures of the coronavirus going up and the people start shaking. That is how Zanakarim became. That is how Zanakarim became. It became so powerful that every nation was afraid of him. But I'm here to tell you, with him is the arm of the flesh. Oh, you didn't say amen to that. I say with Sennacherib, it's the arm of the flesh. If ordinary soap can destroy him, if ordinary sanitizer can destroy him, then he's nobody. Our God is so powerful by me. I say our God is so powerful. I say our God is so powerful. Hallelujah. Amen. And so this king came against Judah after destroying the northern part of Israel. He came against Israel. This happened around 760 BC. And it is said when he came, he was so boastful with a large army. He came like the coronavirus is doing with a large unseen army. An army you cannot see. And he came and besieged Judah. To besiege means they circle around the city for many days so that the people will go starving. Nobody goes in. Nobody come out. And that was Sennacherib, his star. That was his star. He does it so that nobody can come out. Nobody can go out. Friends cannot even meet and talk. Church cannot even meet and pray. That is his attitude. And you look at Sennacherib's uh, characteristics, that is how coronaviruses come to separate people. So he came around and besieged Judah for many years so that the people can starve and die. Amen. Amen. But listen, this is what Hezekiah, the king of Judah, did. 
And this thing happened at the time. Verse 1. Second um, Chronicle chapter 32 verse 1. He said, when Hezekiah had been faithful to God, when we are fasted and prayed, you know, I have people saying, oh, uh, the Lord revealed to them. Me, I must confess, God did not reveal this thing to me. And sometimes God can do things he will not reveal to any prophet. It's not all the time that somebody... I've heard, seen some online, this thing, but it's just connecting. People just trying to connect. But listen to me. The Bible says, the first... Let's read the verse 1. Verse 1, the Bible is telling us, it's after these things, and the establishment thereof, Sennacherib, king of Assyria, came and entered into Judah and encamped against the same city and taught to win them for himself. Now, after Hezekiah had been established, and I see your establishment from the Lord that nothing will come against it. This will come and pass. And whatever that God has planned for you, what the eye have not seen, what the ear have not heard, it will come to pass. Your wedding will come to pass. Your business will grow this year. I mean, you're traveling. You will still travel. Nations that have been plagued, that you have decided to travel to those places, and now you are saying that, oh, let me just put it aside, and because uh, of this, I'm here, and I'm speaking to you as the prophet of God, you will still, uh, you will still travel. And this year will be the best year of your life. I said this year will be the best year of your life. Do not be afraid. When God has established Hezekiah kingdom, when God has established him, because he's been faithful to God, and God has promised him great things, that was the time coronavirus, Sennacherib appeared. That was the time he appeared. Hallelujah. But Hezekiah was not the kind of believer who just go about talking about fears, talking about this. He knew God. Everybody say he knew God. And the Bible said, they that know they are God, they shall be what? Strong and do exploit. If you know God and any situation arise, you don't just sit down and start crying. So, Hezekiah knew what to do. And as a child of God, you should know what to do. What you know to do best is to pray. What you know to do best is to read the Bible for inspiration. What you know to do best is to exercise your faith. Is to exercise your faith. You don't sit down and cry. You don't, especially now that you are in a home, 
some unnecessary videos can uh, engage your attention and take you from the things of the spirit, you need to be very careful that you will focus on the things of God. You will focus on the things of the spirit. Can I hear amen somebody over there? Hallelujah. And the Bible says, So the king knew what to do. Let's read from verse 2 to 6. And when Hezekiah saw that Sennacherib was come, and that he was purposed to fight against Jerusalem. You know, the coronavirus Sennacherib it's purpose to destroy humanity. It's purpose to destroy your plans. It's purpose. The devil has purpose to destroy all your beautiful dreams and render them useless and to destroy your life. But you as a child of God must know you should be in the spirit. You should have understanding. And that's why you don't waste your time. This day of lockdown, you just waste your time sitting down eating and putting on weight there's a time for you to pray there's a time for you to seek the face of god there's a time for you to cry to god almighty so the king when he saw the people some of us we can see the purpose of the devil and all that we do is to talk about it hey see you the devil want to have trouble with me hey see you what the devil is doing in my life. See, oh, hey, the devil wants to destroy me. You have to stand on your feet and cry to God. You have to stand on your feet and tell God, I will not allow the sinner carib, the devil, to come near me, to come and destroy my life. Hallelujah. So the Bible says, he saw the people. Some of us don't see the purpose of the devil. You, you may not know that because of that beautiful thing God is about to do in your life. That's why the devil is orchestrating all this. You don't know that it's your time. Your set time. This is your set time year. So you ask yourself, why was it declared that this is my set time? And all these things is coming. It seems with a set time, all my, my business is going to be destroyed. All my children, what is going to happen to them? How will I feed them? And, 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 and this year was declared the year of my set time. And that is how God works. Hallelujah. Read the Bible. God always, He starts from the point of underdog. When I say underdog, that's somebody that is at advantage. You know, sometimes his children start as underdogs. And from there, God gives them the victory. David started as what? Underdog against Goliath. We can also see that in the life of uh, Moses, 
Moses started as an underdog. He couldn't speak. He couldn't talk. Going to face mighty Pharaoh. When the Joshua and his soldiers marched against Jericho, they were underdogs. And God is always with the underdogs. And I've come to tell you that this year you will shine. You shine more than any other year. Your building dream will come to pass. Your traveling dream will come to pass. Every good thing that God has purpose, this coronavirus sinatra cannot destroy it. Hallelujah. Somebody shout amen here. Hallelujah. God is great. And God is wonderful. The Bible says he took counsel with his princes and his mighty men to stop the waters of the fountains which were without the city. And they did help him. Now look at that. You know, some of us may question, why should the president close all borders? That's what Hezekiah did. He made sure his borders. He made sure anything that the enemy would take advantage, he stopped it. Even including the running water. He had an underground water that supplied water to Jerusalem. He blocked it. He said so that they would not, even when they come, they will not get to water. And the same way, from tomorrow, the president of Ghana has declared lockdown. Just because he did not want the coronavirus to take advantage of us. Sometimes you may say, but why is all this restriction? But what is all this thing? And why should they stop us from going to church? It's just because the president did not want the enemy to take advantage. Hallelujah. And so we as people must also cooperate. We need to be disciplined. That means we need to be disciplined. We cannot do business as Israel. I say we cannot do business as Israel. The directives of the president to have Accra, Tema, and Kumasi locked down to stop the spread of the virus is in the right direction. And we must cooperate and obey the rules. We need to fight coronavirus with both spiritual and physical weapon. Everybody says spiritual and physical weapon. You know that the physical weapon is observing the hygienic protocol, washing your hands because the nature of the um, you look at the structure of the nature of the virus is a crown, it joins together. So when you use soap, it breaks them apart. 
And that's why we need to use or anything with alcoholic content, it breaks it apart. That's why we need to use sanitizers with a certain percentage of alcohol content. Are you with me? So that we can stop the spread. It's a physical. Social distancing is a physical weapon that we are using against Sennacherib, the coronavirus. Amen. So everything that we're doing, I mean, if you can put on masks, you put on masks or gloves, whatever it is to take care. Don't be mingling with people. Don't be going out often. And so, as we experience lockdown, coronavirus will be knocked out. I say, as we experience knock, lockdown, you know, our lockdown is like knockdown. But we will give him knockout. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you are excited, shout amen wherever you are. I say if you are excited, shout amen wherever you are. So, you take both physical and spiritual weapon at your disposal. We need to be physically disciplined by observing the hygienic protocols and social distancing in order to overcome. Now the third thing I've mentioned, number one, number one, when Hezekiel had been so faithful to God, that was the time Sennacherib besieged when he had been established by God. That is the time. And number two, King Hezekiah locked down the city of Jerusalem when Sennacherib besieged Judah. And number three, King Hezekiah built towers and walls to strengthen the defense of Jerusalem. He built towers. You personally must be building so your immune system. Vitamin C. You should be taking it morning and evening. It's very important. It has to build your immune system. You know, Hezekiah built what he built towers. So eat what it can help you to survive. Don't be eating junk food. This is the time you need to eat a lot of vegetables and eat a lot of fruits so that you can, your, you can survive. Your body needs the minerals and the nutrients so that even if, if coronavirus attacks you, you will survive. So the king built towers. He built walls. He built towers. He built walls. Hallelujah. He built towers to watch. That means we must be watchful. And he built walls to protect himself. You need to build walls. 
You need to build walls. If you are on any medication, you make sure you take it so that you will not become vulnerable. Hallelujah. So the king built walls. Let's read 5 to 7. Also he strengthened himself. Everybody says strengthen yourself. Strengthen yourself. Physically, you must strengthen yourself. If you can do a little bit of jogging, you do it. You are strengthening yourself. If in your house, you can do up, down, or press up, do it to strengthen your defense. Whatever you can do to survive, do it. He strengthened himself and build up all the walls that was broken. If there's any broken wall in our lives, physical and spiritually, we must amend it. Maybe you are far away from God. This is the time you need to build the broken walls. This is the time you need to build the broken walls. And raise it up to the towers, another wall, another wall without, and repair Milo in the city of David, and made dust and shells in Abaddon. Dust and shells, shells are used to defend, and dust are used to attack. He, he manufactured many arrows and shells. We need to shield ourselves. As people of God, we need to shade ourselves against the virus. We need to shade ourselves. Don't allow anything. Hallelujah. And don't take anything for granted as we prepare. So, these are some of the... And he set captains of war over the people. And gather them together to him in the street of the gate of the city. And spoke comfortably to them, saying. So, we go to the next thing that he did. He spoke the word of faith to them. After strengthening himself, taking medication, taking vitamin C, and, and exercising, and eating vegetables and fruit. That was for the physical defense. He decided to speak faith to the people. This is a king who was very close to God and knew what God can do. So if you are a Christian, you don't just say, oh, nothing will happen. It's not just enough. But physically, you must do things to prove. Don't when you are in the trotro, when you are in the taxi, or you are among people, you have to be conscious. Don't go about greeting. No greeting. Just uh, throw the greetings. Even, even your knocks. Don't knock um, 
you, 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 have, to, you have to find a way. If you can use your, your, um, your hand just to push it, push it. And anything you touch, make sure either you can spray it with uh, sanitizer. It's all something to do with strengthening yourself against Sinatra. Hezekiah did not take things for granted as some Christians do. I've heard some pastors just making comments thinking this is the time they are going to do crusade. May God be with them. I've heard pastors say, this is the time we are going to meet and have all night. You can pray wherever you are. And God will hear it. I'm a man of faith. But I also believe I have to walk in wisdom. Because among the seven um, gifts of God, supplied by the seven spirits of God, Wisdom is part of it. And understanding is also part of it. And counsel. Sometimes you need to just be counseled. There are things you can have wisdom, but somebody needs to counsel you. You can have knowledge about something, but somebody needs to counsel you. And then we come to the spirit of might, where you use faith. You, both, you, you use faith to destroy things in the spirit. And the fear of God. Hallelujah. As it's written in Isaiah chapter 11 verse 2. You can, when you go, um, I mean you can check it, write it down, Isaiah chapter. It talks about the seven spirit of God. The, number one, the spirit of the Lord. The spirit of the Lord. And in Luke chapter 4 verse 18. Jesus says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me. So each one come with anointing. So we have anointed, the spirit of the Lord anointing is for healing, crusade, teaching the word of God. As I'm preaching, I'm using the anointing of the spirit of the Lord. Healing the sick. Prophetic is all by the Spirit of the Lord. Then it comes to the Spirit of Wisdom. So, what the Spirit of the Lord can do, the Spirit of Wisdom cannot do. And here you need to apply, you engage the Spirit of Wisdom. Sometimes you have wisdom, but you don't have understanding. So when somebody is talking, you say, oh, I know it. Oh, I know what you are. But you don't have understanding. So you can still have wisdom, but you don't have what? Understanding. You don't have understanding of what you are dealing with. Yes, I'm not saying you are stupid. I'm not saying you don't have knowledge. But you don't have understanding. You need to have understanding of any battle that you, you engage yourself with. Or any battle that comes before you, you should have understanding how to fight it. And understanding gives you the tactical advantage. You have the tactics. You have the ability. Amen. How to circumvent the enemy. 
where to ambush the enemy. It all comes through what? Understanding. And then we have counseling. Yes, you can have wisdom. You can have understanding. But sometimes, somebody needs to talk to you. Sometimes, somebody needs to direct you. Sometimes, somebody will come and say, No, this is the way you have to go. And that comes by counseling. Counsel comes from the age. God made it with experience that one had in life. You know, the accumulated experiences. How people have cheated you. How people have dealt with you. It all gives you the advantage to counsel others. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And the Bible says, the might is the spirit of might is faith to demolish things spiritually, to stand and declare things. That says the Lord. So when you stand and you say, That says the Lord. When you stand and say, According to what is written. When you stand and say, I, as a servant of the Lord, declare this, as long as I stand before God, things will begin to happen. And the fear of the Lord. With all this, we need to walk in the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord will let you lead your life in integrity. Don't go about lying. What you have not seen, you say, I've seen it. What you've not done, you say, you've done it. The fear of the Lord. If you are a pastor and you have the fear of the Lord, you don't go and pay money to people to come and testify that, oh, you've healed them. They were dead. You raised them up. No. When you don't have the fear of the Lord, you don't, you don't run your church as a syndicate. But you run it by the Spirit of God, by the leading of the Spirit of God, transparent. You don't ask people to bring their money for you to pray over it, and after praying over it, you say, hey, no, you can't touch that money. If you have the fear of the law, you can't ask people, oh, that your house, I've seen witches have invaded the house. Let me pray and sanctify it. After praying and sanctify it, you can't use this house. If you use it, you will die. These are all robbery in the name of God. When people don't fear God. Hallelujah. If you have the fear of the Lord, you are not in the ministry to make money. But you are in the ministry as a calling of God. To fulfill God's purpose in your life. It's not a money making venture. As a means to have good cars and this. God can give you even more than that. God can buy a plane. One day I had a dream that a certain woman 
has bought me a plane. Had a dream. And I'm still waiting and I'm praying. It will come to pass. I will see it being fulfilled. Hallelujah. Amen. The next thing. We are number what? Amen. Now let me let me give you this. Number six. Sennacherib became very powerful, boastful, and blasphemous against God. Because he saw himself as invisible. He dealt with many nations around and destroyed them, destroyed the Ammon, Manseh. He had destroyed the Amalekites. He had destroyed almost all the ancient powerful nations, including Babylon, the superpower. So he came against Judah. I said, hey, Judah, do you know something? Do not be deceived by your king. Do not be deceived by the preachings. The words of God has been speaking to you. Because me, Tanakherib, that's your God. He cannot deliver you from my hands. And that is what coronavirus is boasting all over the place. He said, hey, do you know, even just yesterday, huh, powerful nations like China, I have infected 81,439 and I have killed 3,000. He's boasting so that you'll be afraid. Sometimes when you hear the numbers, you start shaking. He said, do you know U.S., United States of America, with all their technological know-how and all their AI intelligence? Look, I have infected 123,498 and I have killed 2,000. Two, uh, 2,211. Then people hear it. Hey! 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 Then people are shaking. Hey! It's like if you don't know my name, Senakarib, the coronavirus, go to Italy and ask them. I have infected 92,472 and killed 10,023 just yesterday. By yesterday, that the number of people I've killed. Is that them passed through Spain? Uh, I have infected 73,325. And killed 5,982. You know, when he come to you, he captured you. 
those he has infected are those he has captured. Then he boasted and said, go to France. I have captured 37,575 and killed 2,340. He said, go to Germany. You know Germany? How powerful they are. A very clean city. A, city, a, 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 a nation with no slums. You can't see slums in Germany. He said, you go and find out what I've done there. I have captured 57,795 and killed 433. Then he said, oh, by the way, as Great Britain, even their prince have captured him. Their prime minister have captured him. This, you don't know me, the coronavirus, so you, you don't know me. And said, 17,000 and 89 have captured and killed 1,019 people. Everybody say, hey! Hey! So, Sanacharit was boasting. Let's read verse 9 going. He said, after this, did Sennacherib, king of Assyria, sent his servant to Jerusalem. But he himself laid siege against Lachish and all his power with him into Hezekiah, king of Judah, and unto all Judah that were at Jerusalem, saying, Thus saith Sennacherib, you know, instead of saying, Thou saith the law, he said, What? Thou saith China, thou saith coronavirus. Everybody say, Hey, Amen. King of Assyria, whereon do ye trust that ye abide in the siege in Jerusalem? Hey, you Ghanaians, you lock yourself up, you close all your body. Well, why should you do that? You don't know me, coronavirus. That's what Sennacherib was boasting. I said, you do that. He said, don't not Hezekiah persuade you to give over yourself to die by farming and by tent. Saying, the Lord your God shall deliver us out of the hand of the king of Assyria. Has not the same Hezekiah taken away his high places and his altars and commanded Judah and Jerusalem, saying, He shall worship before one altar and burn incense? But it's not this uh, your king who destroyed the shrine in the land. And now he's saying, worship only one God. 
He has destroyed his goals. And he is now coming to. Can he fight me? Hallelujah. Amen. I believe you are getting the message. You are getting the message right. Share it with other people. Share it with other people. Hallelujah. When you get such a good message, you make sure you share it with other people to strengthen their faith. We are on Facebook. We are on Covenant TV. And as we share, we share this message, it will go a long way to help other people. And commanded Judah and Jerusalem, saying, He shall worship before one altar, and burn incense upon it. Know ye not what I and my fathers have done unto all the people of other lands, where they are gods of the nations of those lands, anyway, able to deliver their lands out of my hands? He's saying, hey, no God were able to deliver his people out of my hand. Who was there among all the gods of those nations that my father utterly... But when my father was destroying nations, they are God. What were they able to do? That could deliver his people out of my hand. That your God should be able to deliver you out of my hand. Now therefore, let not Hezekiah deceive you, nor persuade you on this manner. Neither yet believe him, for no God of any nation or kingdom was able to deliver his people out of my hand and out of the hand of my fathers. How much less Shall your God deliver you out of my hand? Hey! Because the natural have become so powerful. Overconfident. The coronavirus has become so powerful and overconfident. Because he dealt with nations like America. He dealt with nations like Italy, like Germany, like... And what about you people? Hallelujah. Amen. Our God will come and fight for us. I say our God will come and fight for us. Hallelujah. So, he was so... Confident that he can destroy Judah. Fellow Ghanaians and Africans and all over the world, wherever you are, you are hearing it. There is a God in Israel. His name is Jehovah Saba. The Lord of hosts. Jehovah Gibo Machama. God, the mighty warrior, Elohim, Idona, he has the power over this virus. Everybody say amen. Everybody say amen. 
servant has spoken. His servant. His servant took over and they started also speaking. Hey, you don't know my master. Then I cherub. Hey! Sometimes you hear some of the things. You get so afraid and panic. Now let's look at it. Let's look at the Bible. Everybody, let's look at the Bible. Now let's hear what his servants also. You know, sometimes when the enemy, the enemy who is fighting against you, uh, begin to boast and begin to round his mouth up and down, you see the subject also. And his servant spoke yet more against the Lord God and against his servant Hezekiah. He wrote also letters to rail on the Lord God of Israel and to speak against him, saying, As the gods of the nations of other lands have not delivered their people out of my hand, so shall not the God of Hezekiah deliver his people out of my hand. Now, what he did was his servant also started running commentary. Oh, for Senator Cherif, after coronavirus, when it comes, oh, you can't deliver yourself. But we have God in heaven. I said we have God in heaven. I said we have a God in heaven. And not only that, he wrote letters. He said, let me write him letters. Hallelujah. And then, do you know what? Hezekiah did. Let's go to the that point. Hezekiah and prophet Isaiah cried unto God in prayer. Hallelujah. As the result of the prayer of faith. You know, Hezekiah loved God. So he looked for the prophet Isaiah, a man that can speak the mind of God and join his faith with Isaiah. We live in time, people don't like prophets, they don't like pastors. But I'm here to tell you, we are false prophets, we have good and genuine prophets in the land. Sometimes, you go on social media, people say all kinds of things. But I'm here to tell you. So, the king did the right thing by joining his faith with that of. Now let's read it. Verse 18. Then... You know, at verse 18, then they cried with a loud voice in the Jews' speech unto the people of Jerusalem that were on the walls to affright them and to trouble them and that they might take the city. You see, after they've written letters, their servant went around and those watchmen on the walls, they started 
saying things. Hey, you people stay there very soon. And that cherubim will take you. Hey, you people stay very soon. Coronavirus. He's coming. Will you see? Hallelujah. Now let's go to verse 19. And they spoke again the God of Jerusalem as against the gods of the people of the earth, which were the work of the hands of man. You know, sometimes men are, where is God in the midst of all this? Why? What is going on? Why, if really God, why should God allow this thing to happen? Sometimes when we, by our own wisdom, do things that brings all kinds of trouble, then we begin to blame God. This is not a time to blame God. It's a time to seek God. There's difference between seeking God and blaming God. We, people of faith, this is the time we need to seek God. Verse 20. And for this cause, everybody say, and for this cause. Hezekiah the king, and the prophet Isaiah, the son of Amos, prayed and cried to heaven. And the Lord sent an angel, which cut off all the mighty men of Elohim, and the leaders and the captains in the camp of the king of Assyria. So he returned with shame of face to his own land. And when he was come into the house of his God, they that came forth of his own bowels slew him and there with the sword. Thus the Lord saved Hezekiah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem. From the hands of Sinachar, the king of Assyria, and from the hand of all other, and guided him on every side. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, the Bible says that after they have run their mouth against God, when King Hezekiah and Isaiah the prophet prayed, they cried to God. God sent one angel. Everybody say one angel. One angel. And the angels slew all the soldiers of Sennacherib. But they left him alone. And he run away, number one, in shame. I'm here to tell you that coronavirus will run away in shame. The angel of the Lord will descend. I said the angel of the Lord will descend. Lord, we ask your angels to descend. Descend in U.S. Descend in Italy. Descend in Great Britain. Descend in Germany. Descend in France. Descend in South Korea. Descend in Spain. Descend all over the world. Descend in Iran. Descend in Ghana. Descend in Africa. And wherever the diseases, wherever the disease, 
coronaviruses, let your angels slay them. Let your angels destroy them. Let your angels destroy them. In the name of Jesus. And you know, once nature ran away to his home country, his own son said, his own son said, Father, you have disgraced us. Look, you were bossing with the whole soldiers. You were bossing that no nation. You allowed that small nation called Judah to destroy you. All the army. And look, you've come here crying in the house. So his own son they took salt and said, Father, you don't have to leave. And they killed coronavirus. The virus itself will, will change and destroy it in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. But I'm here to tell you the God of heaven is able to do all things. Now, verse 23. And many brought gifts unto the Lord to Jerusalem and present to Hezekiah king of Judah. So that he was magnified in the sight of all nations from henceforth. Hallelujah. From this virus, many gifts will come to you. The Lord will bring exhortation. You see, from the beginning, Ezekiah had been established. The difference between what? Establishment. And what? Exhortation. Entrumment. Yes, in the kingdom, he had been established when Sennacherib came against him. But at the end, he defeated Sennacherib. And then he was what? Honored. He was exalted. He was enthroned. Everybody was saluting him. Hey! How did Hezekiah was able to destroy this powerful king? People of Ghana, do not be afraid. This virus will be defeated. I speak to you and say, this virus will be defeated. In the name of Jesus this virus will be defeated by the power of the Holy Ghost. This virus will be defeated in the name of Jesus. This virus will be defeated. 